Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I'm super excited. Today, we're having our first guest, and we're going to be talking with Amanda, who is has created the Royal Vibe Journey. This is an amazing business doing breathwork, ceremony work, and I'm really excited for her to talk about her experience and her journey getting to where she is now. And I'm very excited. I met Amanda a couple of years ago at a cacao and breathwork ceremony that you held in Santa Rosa. And yeah, for me, I just want to say, I think I've told you this, but it was a very powerful experience for me. And just reflecting upon that today, I was like thinking about the podcast, like what we want to talk about and stuff. And I was thinking about like, that event was very amazing for me because you had it was a large group one which was very powerful and you had everyone talk about like an intention that they wanted to put out into the universe and my intention that night was like being uh opening myself up more to like talking about my intuitive work and like being open about being a psychic and so I felt like that was a really cool catalyst for me and just to see like okay this many people can be drawn to a an event that um some might be like oh what is this weird thing people are just going to breathe together but like all different types of people were there which I thought was really interesting so then yeah we've just been Instagram friends and I'm excited to talk with you today so I'll just have you introduce yourself and just share where you're located and a little bit about what you do well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I didn't know that I was your your first guest until today when I went on Instagram and I was like, no way. Um, so thank you so much. And I just want to acknowledge you and all the work that you're doing and just how powerful you are. I've had the experience of, you know, doing sessions with you as well. And so you bring through some really, really potent magic. And it's just really incredible to see how you're assisting others in finding their own magic and so it's just really beautiful to be connected in this way and to be here with you and with all your listeners. So hello to everyone listening and thank you for tuning in. Um, yeah, I'm Amanda. Currently, I am in Southern Oregon. So I moved up here just before um, COVID happened uh, from a nudge from spirit, actually, to be closer with my family. And it all just worked out really beautifully, you know, to be here and be with them and be close Um, So yeah, I'm the creator of the Royal Vibe Journey, and what that is, is um, a lot of different things, really, pulling in all of the tools and the modalities that I've learned along the way uh, to assist and to help others discover the royal essence that is within each and every one of us, you know, that soul essence of who we are, um, whether it's, you know, an intuitive, a healer, a body worker, whatever it is that you feel called to, whatever your truth is, um, then that is your royal essence. And so living, you know, with that and being that on a daily basis. And so I assist and support others in discovering that and blossoming that. And I do that through breath work, um, cacao, and plant medicine. I work and create um, retreats for individuals to come and to journey in different kinds of ways with plant medicine. And um, I have a studio here in Oregon that really just came into existence through spirit as well. Um, was really a, a space that was gifted to me, honestly. And so I've been able to hold one-on-one um, sessions with people to journey with the breath and you know for me through breath through medicine work through retreats um, through my spiritual journey it's really been coming back into the body coming back into this place of being in the body being um, able to feel the emotions that are are stuck you know that we experience through whether that's trauma whether that's you know a car accident whether that's just day-to-day emotions um, that we experience, you know, when we can really feel those and be with those with the body and move them through breath, through movement, um, through somatic release, which is a lot of what plant medicine is, um, then we're able to really like, you know, we're able to release those things and kind of reach higher frequencies, I guess you can say, and um, higher senses of being. And so when we're 
without these denser, you know, frequencies or emotions in the body, then we can really get to that royal essence and really live in that place of, of being who we are and in our truth. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I think it's so cool. And I had a breathwork session with Amanda last year, I think. Um, and it was super powerful for me. Like, um, I definitely had some interesting visuals come through and just body sensations. And I think that's so powerful that you can receive that from just from literally breathing. But I think it's like important for people when they're wanting to go that deep with the breath to have someone there with them. One to actually like keep the time, like make sure you do it. If I'm trying to do that by myself, I'll probably give up after like a minute. But also it is like, um, I would say it's like an astral ceremony or something, taking people into this deep space of healing. So I think it's important for someone to be there to guide them and tell people understand that, that what's happening to them. Cause you can have some interesting body sensations for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's so true. The body's so wild. And I've, I've really recently, and connecting the dots as we do through, you know, all of our, um, spiritual journey and different things will happen and you'll kind of connect the dots back. Right. Um, so before really getting into this work, I was going through, um, training to be a midwife and I just completed a certification as well to, to hold space as a doula. And it's really just been this, um, combining of both worlds of the physical body. And like you said, the astral and, you know, the spiritual realm and really being this like spiritual midwife and doula for the clients that I work with and for, you know, the retreat spaces that I hold, because it really is about, you know, holding that container and creating that space for someone we oftentimes just really want to be witnessed, you know, we really want to be felt and seen. And that's really like, it's so, so powerful to be seen and to be held in a vulnerable place and, and to, and to know that you're not judged, you know, you're, no one's looking at you in a weird way. If you want to scream, you can scream. If you want to growl like a bear, you can like whatever it is that you want to do and allow yourself to, to move that energy through the body. If it's, making a weird sound that doesn't really sound good, but you know, it's really getting to this place of it's not meant to look pretty. It's not meant to sound good. It's just meant to move the energy, you know? And so in the spaces that I hold, it's, it's so true. It's, you need that person that's there, that's holding the space. um, So you can be seen and felt and held and you feel safe, you know, and, and breath work really is incredible because if there is trauma within the body, or there's just those denser energies within the body, Um, you know, there can be, like you said, a lot of sensations, there can be a lot of things that are happening. And just to know that you're safe, and it's this reprogramming of, of the mind. And I had an experience with a, a client recently, and she has um, experiences anxiety. And she was sharing with me afterwards that throughout the breathwork session, she was feeling the sensations that she normally feels within her body when a panic attack is going to come on, but she was in such a relaxed state and in a safe space that she knew that that wasn't the case. So it was like almost making that separation between body and mind to where, whoa, I'm feeling this viscerally in my body, but I know that I'm so safe and held right now. So she really got to experience that sensation within the body and and reprogram her mind to say, oh, wow, like, okay, I can feel these things within in my vessel and still know that I'm safe, right? And so that was like, that was so powerful to have her share that because I was just like, wow, like that's exactly what we're doing is, is being able to feel the things in the body, but not attaching ourselves to them. And so we can just be the observer and witness it and then transmute it really. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. When you were talking, I was just thinking about how it is like, it's rewiring our brain to mm-hmm. be able to experience that physical sensation without like fear coming up or whatever that associated emotion is. So it's, it's yeah. very interesting. So I wanted to just kind of ask some fun questions before we get into our conversation, just to kind of share a little bit about you so people can get to know you. Okay. 
Um, but my first question is, if you were to tell people about like a, a kind of like your daily routine, working with your spiritual work, is yeah. there something that you do on a daily basis, like meditation, yoga, something like that, as well as self-care, like what you do to take care of yourself, especially holding space for so many people, the more you open up for that, you, you really have to do that same work for yourself. So I'm just curious what you are into and what um, what helps you feel connected. Mm, thank you. Thank you for asking me that. Yeah, it's so important as healers, energy workers, that we are doing the work as well and really diving into that. So it's so important. Um, for me, honestly, a day, I am such like, I'm here on the earth, man. I love Pachamama so, so much. And I'm so deeply connected to her. And I actually just recently got to go back home and, and visit. That's a whole nother like soul retrieval was happening in that, in that, um, in that journey back home. But so the first thing I do is, is normally just feed my body. Like I, I love bone broths. Um, I kind of have this ritual of either it's a bone broth, a cacao when I wake up and that's kind of my meditative, you know, like thing to just feel into and allow like myself to nourish my body. And so I'll get up, I'll have, you know, that, that bone broth, that tea, that cacao, and really just sit with myself in meditation. And then because the weather is so nice, I love to garden. And so I have a bunch of plants and different things that I tend to. And so I'm like first thing in the morning, like bare feet on the ground. Um, a lot of times I'll move like somatically, whatever, if it's dancing, if it's just shaking, um, I really like to connect to those portals in our feet and really like if I've had a crazy dream or something that just like feels more dense, I really visualize myself like sending that energy down to Pachamama and her just transmuting it and then pulling up that energy to revitalize and energize myself, you know, for the day. And so that's kind of like the first, you know, couple hours of my day. I try my best to not be on my phone um, you know, give myself that first like couple hours just with my, without my phone and have it just be on airplane mode and do its thing. And, and it's really just connection to, to the earth, honestly, for me, like I will spend hours with just, you know, in the grass journaling, um, singing, like I have a drum that sometimes I'll use. It just depends on like what the mood is and what I'm feeling. Um, I've just like gotten into making like the flower essences and oh, stuff. Cool. Like so, yeah. So I'm just like picking little flowers or whatever, you know, and then um, from there, it's really just like going into sessions. I have the, the studio is like 20 minutes from here. So I like to actually, one of the things that I've been doing recently is I just got a gym membership and I've like really been wanting to get back into, um, taking care of my vessel in the way physical that I practice. Yeah. Physical practice for me, because, you know, all of us, we are really stagnant, you know, for the last year of just with all the crap that we had to experience. And, um, I'm super athletic. I always have been. And so working out was another form of meditation. Like I would just go and put in like a podcast or put in, you know, some binaural beats or something, and just like work out for an hour and a half or two or something. And this place that I found is epic and it's right next to the river. So I've been going to the gym Ooh. and afterwards I'll go to the river and I just like dip in the river, like little baptize myself in the river. Love that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then from there it's off to, you know, the breathwork room or something, but yeah, that's kind of what it looks like these days and it's always changing, you know, but <laughs> yeah. I love that. And so tell us, is there anything that... I don't want to say anything is ever a guilty pleasure mm -hmm. because I feel like that just puts um, a thought in our brain that we shouldn't be yeah. doing something, but why is something that you're into that maybe people wouldn't expect from someone who's a healer? <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, I'm not even sure. What is my guilty pleasure? Mm, I don't know. I feel like Sometimes I can get wrapped up in like making little reels and like stuff like that is fun on Instagram. You know, it's like, I love to like go through and see the creativeness of other people and like what they're doing. Um, 
so that might be like a little guilty pleasure. I might like, you know, spend a little bit more time than I like to admit every now and again on like scrolling a reel or something. Um, but gosh, what am I, what is a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I feel like I don't ever feel guilty about this, but like pleasure in the sense of like, I like to microdose. And so on the days that I'm like, don't have a heavy like schedule, I will just take the time to go out and either hike or be by the river. And I'll do like a little bit, you know, higher dose of, <laughs> of what I would consider a microdose and just kind of like do my thing. And um, not to say that like, I don't hide that at all. Like my family and everything, they know like what I do, but being close to family and them like kind of just observing all the things that I'm doing and just kind of still being like, hmm, you know, it's like, like it's there not- she is with her drum again. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those things I feel like sometimes I kind of got to like sneak off to and just be like, I'm going to, you know, be doing something for the day, you know, so. (laughs) I love it. So, and then my last little question I think will be interesting to ask you. So if you were to have like a round table discussion, like a, like a, um, what are they called? A seminar, a somatic seminar with like five people that that are alive. Okay. on the topic of like consciousness oh who would you God. like to talk to yeah, Maybe sure anyone <laughs> number one okay great yeah, great choice <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeshua for sure buddha um oh my goodness i feel like like isis you know something like that um through your session that I had with you, I, uh, what you shared with me that I had connections in Sirius. So I feel like my Syrian self, my like, um, Ooh, yes. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then I feel like it would have to be like some kind of like shamanic you know like some old grandmother who was just like had all the wisdom all the plant knowledge you know someone like that to where I could be like okay tell me all the the earth things (laughs) I love that yeah I think yeah I think it's just interesting thing to think about and I'm I love your answers amazing oh and then one last question before we get into our main conversation is there anything like a book or a movie or a song that is inspiring you right now um I'm actually reading right now I'm I'm reading the body keeps score and I can't even I can like see the book from here but I can't recall the author and that's really been really interesting with the breath work and then moving into um, holding space as a doula is just more of what we talked about, you know, really getting into that aspect of, of the body. And I've kind of, it's really inspiring me to come back into the body because there was a time not too long ago where I was really searching out, not outside of myself, but I was wanting to have these like you know, astral realm, like connections and like, let me connect to these other star beings and all these things, because it was so like, not mainstream, but like in the spiritual community, that was what a lot of channelers and different people were experiencing, you know, and I'm like, oh man, like, I don't connect to those things, you know, and it kind of made me feel like, um, why, like, why not, you know, like it made me have that question. So just through all of the work that I've been doing and with plant medicine all the things and then coming back to the body through breath work and through holding spaces doula it's like oh I'm here like I'm an earth like I'm meant to be here on earth like I'm meant to channel those codes and connect to you know Pachamama and connect to myself as a part of her in different ways you know and so that book the body keeps score has been really 
you know, just solidifying those, those things, you know, and especially all the work, all the books that I've been reading for the doula certification. It's just like all these wild, like orgasmic, like birth stories and stuff. Dude, like the body is just so, yeah, the body's just so wild and so cool, you know? So I feel like it's really bringing me back into this, like, oh, I I get to be here and I get to really feel and experience, um, you know, through the body for myself. And so that's been inspiring for me. (laughs) Amazing. I have not read that book, but I've heard good things about it. And I think it's just interesting to think about like ancestral trauma and just the fact that our cells were once inside of our grandmother back and back and back. So there's so much information that we contain about earth and humankind that is just within us. But I think it's interesting what you said about people kind of like everyone's talking about aliens and stuff like that, (laughs) because I think people, I mean, obviously I'm really into aliens. Um, It's definitely interesting Mm -hmm. topic to me, but I think some people might feel almost like, oh, being human is not good enough, but being a human, it's, you're still you are a star being the, this is the planet. Like this is still part of a star system just because we're here and we can like walk around. It doesn't mean we're not like still part of that, that planetary passage or that cosmic information. So it's just like tuning into this place that we live. So I think, yeah, people might feel oh, it's boring to talk about the earth or it's like boring to talk about your body or like mm-hmm. everyone yeah, wants to leave the body, ex- escape. And that's the opposite of why we're supposed to be here. We're spo- we came here to be humans and to have a physical experience. Yeah. So. And I love what you said. It's so true. It's like, we are star beings. We are in, we're floating around just like any other, you know, being that's out there. And it's true. We are, we're made up of stars. We're made up of all the things. And, and so I love that. That's so true. And I know that, yeah, everyone's going to connect to different guides and different things in the way that feels right for them. And I think that was just a part of my journey where, you know, as you go along, you kind of, it's hard not to sometimes look out at other people and be like, oh, well, they do this or they do that. We've just been conditioned in that way to be, you know, comparing ourselves and just to even see ourselves as separate. So, you know, that's the shedding of the limiting beliefs and the programs, the constructs to come back to that place of, oh, we are all really connected and we're all one. And, um, and that starts with us. Yeah. Learning ourselves first, learning the body and what you touched out on, yeah, like the ancestral stuff is so wild. Like, and with this book too, I haven't, I didn't read this in this book, but it fits perfectly about, there was like an experiment or something I want to say they did on mice or something. And it was something about like, they did something to them. And then that trauma passed down, like almost like 12 generations. 12 it's yeah, there is 12 generations. They used to think it was seven, but now they Mm -hmm. just recently, I don't know, maybe the last few years, they, they prove that it's like 12 generations. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, given the history of America and just the entire world, we are just holding on to so much trauma from beyond just our own experiences. So I think it's easy for us to be like, Oh, I've been trying to heal myself forever I feel like I can't figure out why I still Mm -hmm. feel this emotion or I get triggered but it's like it's beyond just us and then of course we have our past lives yeah it's a whole nother can of worms (laughs) yep yeah that's so amazing I know there's so much it's endless it it really is (laughs) and that's what is beautiful about you know the work that you do and being able to tap into those realms and give that assistance to people because sometimes it's so true you know I'm like damn like I've been like I learned that lesson I dealt with that I released that like I'm at this place so what is it that it's still blocking me and oftentimes you know I did a session not too long ago with a brother of mine and almost everything that he pulled up was ancestral. It was all like stuff that, you know, there was little things here and there that were released really quickly that were, you know, maybe when I was a teenager or something like that, but the heavy stuff was all like these core beliefs, you know? And I feel like 
you kind of get to that place in, in your journey where it's like, okay, like, and your ancestors are in a line being like, all right, now like heal all of our shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, my grandmother, she lives on the East Coast and she, but she was visiting, um, was it the week before last for Mother's Day? She came out for a week, which was so nice because we didn't get to see her for the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, and I love my family, obviously, but it was just so interesting <laughs> to observe mm-hmm. her behaviors and see how that has directly affected my mother and see how that affects the way that I <laughs> assume things are, things are when it's really yeah. like, oh, that's just a picked up belief from my family rather than like what I actually think. Oh, 100%. So it's, it's just so interesting to be close. And I'm sure you see that moving closer to your family, seeing oh. like, oh, this is why I have an issue with money or I have an issue with sex mm-hmm. or whatever, like these whatever. deeper mm-hmm. wounding is. It's mm-hmm. so interesting to have that perspective. At least now I can view it and understand that it's a thing rather than it just hurting me (laughs) hurting you yeah exactly it's so it's so perfect because I just yesterday got back from visiting uh, my family and the three generations on my mom's side so my mom my aunt you know me myself and my cousin and then our grandmother we were all together and it was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's so true being back and I know that I came back home for a reason and you know, not only there's many layers, of course, but you know, it was really going through like, oh shit. Like, I feel like I'm 15 again, you know, like, oh, where are you? What are you doing? Like, are you coming home? You know? And I'm just like, no, (laughs) like, "Ah," you know, and what's really been present for me lately is, um, because I feel that my, who I am and what I stand for and the truth that I hold within myself is, is um it's like heavy medicine you know what I mean it's like I'm really like here it is this is what it is like here's like this is you know I'm gonna challenge your beliefs and I'm gonna challenge like what it is that you think is normal and I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I'm just gonna say it you know and it's been interesting to kind of weave through that because and I'm learning different ways in which I'm like, okay, I don't have to be like this brute, you know, like force all the time, but to really like soften myself in certain ways and and learn how to speak to different audiences and, um, you know, tailor my message in such a way that really lands for someone, you know, and, and it's been helping me in all, in all kinds of ways, but it's, um, but for me, it's really standing in my truth and just being like fully who I am and not being apologetic for it and not feeling bad or not holding myself back for that either. You know, one of my, um, the, one of the biggest practices that I have is prayer. And, you know, there's been moments where I feel that nudge from spirit to be like, okay, like pray, or, you know, say like, let's, let's do like pray together, you know, or whatever it is and come together in that way. And it's like, <laughs> you know yeah. I had an I had that it, like exact experience with my, when my grandmother is here and she is um she's Catholic and stuff um but my parents are not religious so yeah. when she was there my dad was like oh we'll say grace like we we're all having like a family dinner and like with my dad he normally say something like rub-a-dub-dub thanks for the grub like it's a joke <laughs> but I was like oh I'm gonna take this opportunity to like actually say a nice prayer and I feel like my grandmother um really appreciated that so it was just like oh letting go of the judgment of what my parents will be like that's yeah. weird <laughs> yeah exactly it's so true like and, and just in the spiritual community too I oh. feel like you know I think mm-hmm. prayer can look people might view it as a solely a Christian thing and um that's definitely not the case yeah no and even if it is that's fine as long as you're not imposing your beliefs on other people exactly. I don't have yeah. an issue with anyone yeah belief. yeah exactly yeah prayer's intention I mean it's what you want to manifest and experience and it's speaking uh things into existence you know which is is a beautiful practice no matter there's just so much yeah connected to it because of religion and yeah it was really interesting for me because it's like oh I'm 
in this playground here with my family so I can practice fully being in my truth, fully being in those awkward moments, fully being okay with someone not seeing or thinking the same way as me. And I was like, oh, this is like my training, you know, like this is my training ground because there's going to be thousands of people that are going to be met with my medicine and it's not going to be something that they, you know, that they want to sit with and that's perfectly fine, you know, and it's not meant to be for everybody. And, um, you know, but we don't have to water ourselves down because, you know, and so it's been a, it's been a really beautiful, like growing experience and, and lessons here and there to be like, okay, like, this is a piece of my soul contract that I have come to, you know, experience and I'm sure have many, many times where it's like, okay, be in your truth, be your, in your fullness, you know, and fully in your power. And, you know, just looking through my journey, it's, it's the oftentimes where those hard, like universe sent that like two by four and smacked me in the head was because <laughs> like I wasn't in my truth and I wasn't speaking like from, you know, how I really felt. And I was just trying to please someone else or, you know, whatever the bullshit was. And so it's been just uh, right there in my face, like, you know, this is what it's for, you know, this is why you're here in this time, not only, but, you know, to heal those, those ancestral wounds, to create those relationships and to heal a lot of stuff, you know, like I went through a lot of crazy, like shit with my mom when I was younger and, but very, very blessed, like very blessed to have family that they don't really get it, but they're really open to it. Like just recently when we were down in Central Valley, I've like felt like a like proud little, like I felt like I was the mom and I was proud of my mom because we went to this, um, this nursery and she like beelined to this cactus. And then she said that she, um, that she, it was speaking to her that she felt called and it was San Pedro which is a med- medicine that I've sat with many times and I was just like oh my god that's so interesting <laughs> you know which is so funny because I oftentimes will you know talk to people who are interested in plant medicine and say you know your interest in that spirit is a calling it's like the plants are calling to you and your interests are sudden like let me google this or whatever is actually the spirit of you know that plant speaking to you and speaking to your soul and so for her to say that I was just like and then there's so many more connections to that I'm actually about to journey into um, like a shamanic apprenticeship with um, a carrier of that medicine and so it was just like bing 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 you know all the things I'm like and I've had many yeah exactly I had many visions of my my family all sitting together in ceremony and so I'm just like over there like <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? so interesting yeah I think a lot of times like we can be a catalyst for people and they and we might not even know it like two years mm-hmm. later they're like oh what is this energy healing or what is this breath work that you're talking about so yeah. I think a lot of times people it might be people you don't expect yeah and and our family too which is oh, yeah Mm-hmm. just to show how I feel like it's just to show how powerful your personal healing is and how that has yeah reverberated to the ancestral line and by your family being like starting to be a little more open about certain things it's oh, like yeah. you, a direct reflection for you to see like oh this is like working I know <laughs> it's, it's, working. So, it's so cool and yeah something that that came up recently too was you know, the being home, all the inner child stuff is going to come up, you know? And so for me, it was a lot of, um, you know, I was that rebel. I didn't want to explain myself. I didn't want to tell you where I was going. Like, I just wanted to like, you know, I'm out type of energy. (laughs) And, um, and so it's been interesting to witness like my family, you know, it's like, I have like my tapestries from Peru hanging up. I have my altar. I have my crystals. I'm like, you know cleansing them in the moon or in the sun and like you know and they're just like what like what are you doing you know and at first I I could feel that energy of like kind of like like oh I'm just misunderstood you know like that inner teenager coming out and it was just like wait a minute like these are beautiful opportunities to be like oh well do you want to know more about this you know like this is my prayer tobacco and this is what I do with it and this is da 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 you know whatever it was And it was just this huge switch where I'm like, 
they may they might just say it's weird because they don't know anything else about it but they're still wondering you know it's like they still want to know and so i had this like switch of like oh i get to be more open of actually explaining things and being and it helps me as you know not even for myself and the wounds and all the things that we healed together as a family but you know it's like how I speak about what I'm doing. It's like, we are at a certain level to where it's like you and I can talk about aliens and this and this and all the things. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, somebody else that's hearing that from the outside, they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? You know? And so it's like, you don't teach a baby like how to sprint, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to put these two blocks together and then this, and then this, you know? And so it's really helped me as well to kind of like slow myself down and be like, okay, this is teaching me how to talk to the Amanda that was however many years ago, that could be a future client that is on the beginning of their spiritual journey and is just finding a crystal for the first time, or just, you know, what is, what is Reiki or what is this, you know? And and so it's been really cool to, to look at it that way as well. I'm like, oh, this is actually like helping me and how I communicate, you know, what it is that I do. So that's been really neat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so important because, I mean, I, I think all different clients can be attracted to working with you or with anyone like at different levels. But I, I think it's important for us to be able to, yeah, like pull back for people who are just beginning. So it's, it's not like hiding information or gatekeeping or anything. It's just so people are not confused. You can't be like, okay, like this, how you astral project, like when they don't even know how to like sit still for a minute. Like, so it's like, it's definitely um, a journey. And I think people take it. People want to go real fast. Yeah. Yeah. true (laughs) that's why that was part of the reason why I got not I don't think I looked at it that way but it's almost like plant medicine can kind of be that um you know 10 years of therapy in one sitting or something it's like okay how can I like get through this shit you know and I feel like my soul was just you know, my higher self was probably looking at all the decisions that I was doing and the shit, the limiting beliefs I was keeping myself in and being like, bitch, like really, <laughs> you know, like, so let me kind of give you something that's gonna like snap you out of that a little bit quicker. Cause we ain't got the time. <laughs> yeah, And I, I really do think like, sometimes when we have that calling to do, like be the healer, be the one that does the work for other people, mm-hmm. like, it can be an accelerated mm-hmm. opening yeah <laughs> because it's kind of like you have to you have to get to a point where you you can understand yourself enough to be able to actually help other people but we don't have we don't have 30 years for that so we gotta no. like hurry up quick exactly <laughs> mm, yes yeah so I just love to hear about your work with the plant medicine for me like I have never I mean I've done psychedelics but never from a perspective of medicine so I haven't done them since I've opened my intuitive gifts at all so I'm it's like a whole different um field within the spiritual work like I think it's fascinating to me and I think I don't think I would say I'm never going to do it I just Mm -hmm. have, I'm just not ready yet. I know, I think I know, I'll I'll know when I'm ready for that. But I think it's so cool to see people profoundly shift so quickly, like you said, like Mm -hmm. someone might come in with this extreme trauma and they sit with mushrooms or ayahuasca or whatever it is, and Mm -hmm. they have a whole different outlook on life. So I just love to hear like your perspective and maybe a little bit about your experience receiving as well. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's like a whole different way to see, (laughs) like, I'm like, like see the other realms. Like Mm -hmm. it's just turning a switch on or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, it's, I mean, I'm so, so grateful for the medicine. I mean, it's, it really does, you know, it not only does it, 
I really think that it's a cathartic medicine, right? It's a, another way for us to move energy through our bodies in a quicker, faster way. And then also it raises our vibration to such a place where we are able to have that pulled out, like, you know, viewpoint to really see whatever those energies are that might be trauma stuck energy, you know, stuck energy, lower frequency, you know, maybe it's just like you're not eating well, you know, whatever it is that's in the body, and it kind of pulls you from that, uh, that place. So you can see like, oh, these habits, these limiting beliefs, these ways of being are not supporting my highest self, right. And so it really just gives you this perspective that is pulled out it's like that god's view you know in a way to where we can look at ourselves and see the holes and the um the blind spots the different things in our lives where you know maybe we think we're doing great but really there's like this thing that's here on our you know behind our shoulder or whatever it is you know and and the medicine just gives you um that different perspective of about things you know so i work um a sister of mine and myself are carriers of, of, of mushrooms. And so her and I hold space together and we do a lot of energetic clearing. And so with that, you're at this higher frequency. And so you're able to just, you know, it's like we, you're all of your gifts, your intuition, all the clairs, right. All the things that, that are innately a part of us, it's just heightened. So it's like that part of the brain that would um, doubt is gone, right? So it's just like, oh, I know exactly what this is. Oh, I see this energy and I know, you know what I mean? And and if you, if you don't quite know, it's like you have the ability to connect with your guides or with spirit in a different way. So it's just like you can get confirmation. And so the way that we work is typically smaller groups or one-on-one and we will journey alongside a sister um and for me i do a lot of womb work and so in sessions i'll do womb work and for you know for women we hold a lot of energy within our womb space and just collectively like there's just a lot with you know the feminine and just there's just a lot right and so we hold a lot of that in our bodies and so I will do a lot of the womb work um, and do a lot of like pulling energies out, removing energies and, you know, sealing up the physical body in ways that are like, it's, it's really like how, like to be a doula, it's like you're, you're, you know, you get that really good massage or that, you know, and you're pulling out these energies that are dense and toxic. And then you're kind of bringing in this like flowering up um, kind of idea with the, the flower essence and like the essential oils and the things that feel good. Right. And so we really hold this space to where it's like, we go in really deep and, um, we really pull out some like intense energies and then we really seal the space, you know, seal the space up, seal that person up in in that truth and that royal essence. And, you know, just the working with the medicine just heightens it all and just allows us to see really clearly and see the parts of ourselves that, um, you know, that we, that we doubt and that we, um, kind of, you know, stick in, how, how should I say this? Like, you know, it's just the aspects of ourselves that we, that we've been conditioned into thinking, right. And that's just a piece of the medicine to where, it will remove all of those ideas of the mind so that we can actually see that that trauma or that event that we went through was actually like this higher working. And then this happened and it affected that person that then changed this. And, you know, it's like, we are able to see like those events in such a different way. And, and that was something for me, you know, that was really beautiful because one of the huge parts of getting into this work was, um, being in, in a relationship where I, um, I was just, it wasn't a great relationship. You know, we, we were karmic and so there was a lot of stuff there. Um, but we got pregnant and then I lost the pregnancy. And so it was like going through this whole, you know, like that whole emotional roller coaster. but sitting with the medicine and seeing it from this perspective of like, wow, I, had to go through all those things. I had to have that loss. I had this had to happen, da, 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 all this for me to be right here, to be receiving all of this knowledge, all this truth, all these activations, all these aspects of self, all my current selves were coming in. It was like, oh, wow, like this is why I had all of this because I'm here for this reason, this, re-, you know, like 
And so it just activated me in like a whole new way. And so I feel like that's, it, that's really what the medicine does. It's, it's activating us in our truth. Um, it's removing what doesn't serve us anymore, whether that's beliefs, energy within the body, um, you know, just the ways of thinking in the mind. And then, you know, with the mushrooms, especially like they're very, um, for me, they're, they're very, like, they give direction really clearly, you know what I mean? So where some of the other ones are, are more like going to give you that different perspective, bring in the forgiveness, bring in this type of energy and mushrooms do that as well. But they're very like, okay, now you have to boom, 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 boom. Like, and now it's time to do this, this, and this, you know? So it really gives you like, okay, I'm on my path and I'm doing the right thing, or this is what I need to work on. And and they're here to assist us. I mean, it's really like, it's beautiful because I always joke and say like the ancestors are like, damn, you guys have like all the tools, you know, like figure it out already. Like you no, have everything at the tip of our fingers. Like, That's crazy. so interesting. I, I see it as like, when we're in that state, we're almost getting like long form, like the locks of like information, like our thoughts are like longer. So you can see like, yeah, that, that bird's eye view perspective of like the whole story, like you're saying, not just, oh, this is what happened to me, Amanda. I had this bad experience. Like you're seeing everyone else's feelings, thoughts, emotions, which I think normally could be overwhelming. But yeah. I feel like being in that space, especially in a guided experience, I think people are able to process that in a way that isn't um, psychically overwhelming. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Like, and, you know, too, for anyone out there that's listening and that has, you know, curiosities about sitting or it's, you know, piquing your interest, something that I always really say too is, you know, really use your discernment with who it is that you're sitting with and who I'm is, glad you said that. <laughs> and who is um, you know, who you are allowing to be in your space, right? Because, um, you know, we've all heard those stories of like, oh, my friend took mushrooms and had this horrible journey, you know, and it's like when a sacred container isn't created for one and it's not held in the proper way, then there are a lot of energies that can come into to a field that isn't contained and isn't whole, right? And so if there's those holes or those energetic leaks, then, you know, distortion can come in and can really, you know, come into your physical body, you know, you're, you're opening yourself up in such a way where it's like, you know, there's, so there's a lot of things like that are, um, that have to be methodically like held in a container like that. And, you know, something that I've learned along the way is being able to witness certain um, carriers and certain people that claim like, you know, I'm a shaman or this or that, you know, and it's like, um, that word gets thrown around a lot. And, um, you know, it's just important to know, like, who is this person? Are they clear? Are they doing the work? Are they, you know, X, Y, and Z, because they can come in, you know, we all have distortion within us, you know, and, and can I trust this person? Like, do this, yeah. does this person make me feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. just because someone has been doing it for 30 years, it doesn't mean that they're the person for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, I would say trust, you know, trust your gut, use discernment, uh, really do your research, um, you know, and, and, um, and, you know, just know that wherever the medicine leads you is, you don't know, where take you mushrooms from Golden Gate Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't go out I've made that mistake. Don't do not do that. <laughs> yeah, don't buy acid or mushrooms off the street. <laughs> please yes exactly yeah you know find a carrier that like you know somebody that grows that really like that's their that's their medicine you know that's what they know that they're here to do because they take every little thing that they do with such intention and such purpose and they're doing it with such good intent and with so much love and, and there's you know, energy behind that like if someone is you know if any plant any food anything like if oh, they're putting in their good energy, they're taking care of these plants, there's good water, you know, all those things are important, especially with something that's so potent. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. 
It's so, so true. So, you know, that's, that's been my lesson along the way is, you know, even like you said, someone has a lot of knowledge or has been doing it for a long time, you know, there can still, you know, be holes in in certain things. And so that's why, you know, when we hold space, um, we, we hold that container in a really small, like small, small space. I really love to just do my sister and I, and then be working on one person, you know, and have it be a private because it's like all the focus is on that person. There's no other energies coming in and we can just fully go like super deep with that, you know, and, and, or if it's one or two or something like that to where it's really intimate. And I feel like with the work that I do, that's the womb work as well. It's like, we're doing womb work, we're doing yoni steams, we're doing herbal baths, we're doing all of that stuff to where it's like, that's really intimate, you know what I mean? And so to be in a space with a lot of people, like, it's just, it can be a lot of energy. You know, I've sat in ceremonies where there's like 30 people and I don't even want to know like what energies came into my field during those times, you know, because one person just no matter how amazing they are and how much training they've had and, you know, whatever their lineage is, it's like, unless you're just superhuman, like in all realms, forwards, backwards and all of it, you know, it's like, we still are human and we're still going to have those blind spots, you know? And so protecting yourself and shielding yourself when you go into, you know, ceremony or whatever it is that you do. I mean, just on a daily basis, honestly, but, um, Yeah. And I think it's so important for people to be like, like you're saying earlier with that book you're reading, like Mm -hmm. be aware of these traumas, like be informed of these traumas, like just because someone isn't talking about an experience that they've had in the past during Mm -hmm. their intake or whatever, it doesn't mean that they, that something might come up during the the healing, especially with something like that, where people are really cracked open you know old wounds old pains yeah and some stuff can be pretty serious so it's like you want to you want to be prepared for that oh 100 you know one of the most important things that we hold space for outside of medicine work is integration you know and that's a piece where I felt very led by spirit to um I'm in what is it now maybe like eight or ninth week of an integration program, um, you know, which was literally downloaded and like, I couldn't sleep. It was like three in the morning or something. And I was just like, I got to write all this down. And it was like integration now, like this needs to be happening. And it's such a piece of the medicine community that's missing, you know, because you will, you'll get just cracked open and you'll touch, you know, those places of really, really deep trauma, or you'll, maybe you'll see and experience something that you completely blocked out, you know, yeah. and you're like, was that me? Was that a past life? What the fuck was that? You know? And so to, to have someone on the other side, um, integration is the biggest piece of all spiritual experiences. If we can't take what we learn from that experience and apply it to our everyday lives, and allow it to transform how we act, who we be, like what we do from day to day, then that was just an experience. And it was yeah, just it's pretty to useless. Talk. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just like, Oh, let, let me like on that one day this happened, you know? And it's like, if we're not applying it, then it's kind of, yeah, useless. And so that was a big like calling that came through and you know, to create those sacred containers for people to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I just awoke to the dream, yo. Like, I think it's like a place for people to process too, just being Uh able like to literally listen to people. And Mm -hmm. I think you learn so much about, yeah, what you're doing in your work just Mm -hmm. by having that like conversation. Yeah, it's so needed. And um, so yeah, we hold space for that as well. And it's just, yeah, it's beautiful work. You know, it's, it's all going to be, you know, everything that's going to come and happen is going to be perfect. Whatever you experience is, you know, it's for us, you know, it's for us to grow and expand and to learn and to deepen our practices or, you know, to release whatever it is. I mean, I had that experience with, um, my first ceremony with, um, the toe with Bufo, which is very big medicine is something that you not recommended to do like the first time, you know, that you get into plant medicine. It's definitely one of those like down the road, you know, um, that I am interested in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Personally. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and I knew that I would be dealing with the loss of, of my son. I knew that I would be dealing with that in, in medicine, in the medicine, 
but I never thought that it would come through in the way that it did. And I was just like, holy fuck. Like, and if I didn't have, you know, the people around me to support me and to be there and witness me in those ways, like it was, yeah, it was incredible and so beautiful and, you know, and hard and all of it, you know? So it's just like, there's, there's definitely, it's going to go to the core of whatever that thing is, you know, and, and sometimes our conscious mind isn't even like able to go to that place, you know, because I had, I'd stuffed down those emotions of mourning and sadness. And I just, you know, I didn't allow myself to feel all those things. So of course, the medicine took me straight there, you know, and, um, and it was beautiful. So, so yeah, <laughs> I would love, that would be, I'm just like, anytime somebody's like, yeah, I'm interested in Bufo. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. I am. I am. I have a thing with frogs, but I haven't done any, me personally, I haven't done any psychedelics or anything like that since I started doing psychic work mm-hmm. and not because I'm opposed to it, but me personally, my history, like I would use them to just get fucked up yeah (laughs) which was cool I still had very interesting experiences I don't have any regrets and I did have powerful experiences but it wasn't from a perspective of observing it was just like oh this is like you were just saying this is just an experience that I had where I saw some cool stuff and (laughs) I threw up or whatever (laughs) but it's very interesting to me now to see it from a different perspective And I think it's so fascinating because it is like this, to me, it proves the um, reality of the work that I'm doing. Like when I had a reading with you and I'd had another reading with another person who's South Ayahuasca, the information that I was giving them was like the same information they're receiving in ceremony. So it's happened with you and another client. So I was like, wow, this is really validating for me to see that I'm going into that spiritual realm to receive information that we can facilitate through like um, a plant oh yeah it takes us into that place yeah 100 percent. it's so cool yeah and it's so you're right it's like you get to this place especially with the medicine work and almost everyone that i've you know know that has gone through our retreats or sat you know with on their own or different containers or whatever is always coming back to this truth that is like you are the medicine you know that medicine was always within you it was like oh the spirit of ayahuasca of bufo like any all of these every single one it was like it always is you're the medicine you know and so it's just this oh you have the ability to go and really connect with that tree outside and put your feet on the ground or, you know, to, to venture in into higher realms and connect to your highest self or to God or, you know, to source, whatever it is. And we have those abilities and, you know, sometimes the, the tools and as plant medicine is just, you know, because there's going to be a time when for me, like, I don't sit plant medicine anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, you get to that point where it's just like, okay, like I've removed what I need the lessons. Yeah. Yeah. And I've received. And so, um, you know, now it's just about being and doing and being the medicine, you know, without, you know, taking partaking and whatever. And so that's the goal, you know, that's the place that we want to get to and, and be able to, just be our royal selves (laughs) yeah and I see that in the breath work you know like Mm -hmm. I see that your ability to be that energy that medicine like Mm -hmm. you can send that frequency to me as a person sitting with you even though we're not intaking any Mm -hmm. plants or anything outside of ourselves but and and being able to connect with like yeah all the different aspects of your spirit like your your jaguar self came through (laughs) for me very powerfully and you know higher self those guidance it's all within you so I think Mm -hmm. like the medicine is just a way for people to activate that to remember that exactly it's all about the activation of remembering and then it's sitting every day and connecting with that with your intention through you know intention through prayer through what it is and really cleansing your physical vessel I found too I'm getting to this point where I'm just like I'm really diving into, you know, the heavy metal detoxes. Um, I'm about to do a parasite cleanse. Are you? Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh Uh-huh. I did. Oh my God. I did a 24 hour water fast. I thought I was going to freaking die. Like 
Uh, it's just all of that, you know, it's just like getting to that point where I'm like, okay, that's what it is, you know, cleansing the vessel so that there's none of those dense energies within my vessel. So I can just, I can really connect to, to God and be like, okay, like there's nothing obstructing this connection. There's nothing distorting the, the information that's coming in. Right. And so it's really just, that's the practice right now for me is like, okay, how can I you know, be taking care of myself so that I can be super healthy and I can be clear and I can, um, you know, I can feel if something is trying to stick on for me from someone that I'm working with, you know, because if I have these denser energies within myself, then I might not feel that energy that's trying to latch on. But if I'm cleansed and cleared, then I'm like, mm, get the, yeah. you know, I think that's that so important. Off. Mm-hmm. for for people doing what you do I am just intuitive we're psychics yeah like to keep it's not like oh you have to never eat pizza again your whole life yeah. but to yeah. to keep yourself feeling good to find practices that help for yourself yeah. like physically clear your body right. because yeah the metals and stuff like metals parasites all that stuff is just common it's just the way our world is it's not like you're doing anything wrong like it's just in the water <laughs> yeah if you're even if you're drinking your I have a Berkey like I'm drinking filtered water but (laughs) it's still gonna get in there so it's like you know we don't want to obsess you to the point where you're getting anxious and creating anxiety around it but be be having that clarity so that yeah you can see when things are off or when something is not you and I think a lot of people are empaths or whatever you want to call it and they're feeling feelings and they don't realize that it's not their own feelings because they're yeah. cluttered oh yeah 100 i mean touching on the parasite stuff you know i was kind of going down the rabbit hole with that i'm just like everything has consciousness right so it's just like that little parasite that's been chilling in our guts for how long who knows how long and we all have them you know we all have it and it's like yeah that. other countries do parasite cleanses like twice a year but like America we're like we love our parents (laughs) yeah and it's like you know I don't want to get down like the real deep like freaking (laughs) rabbit hole you know but it's like everything is there's a lot of there's a lot of distortion let's say there's a lot of sources um and energies at play that want to have control and have you know it to be easier for people to be controlled and so you know if there's all this heaviness and density and parasitic things that are in our bodies that have consciousness I mean turn on the 5g baby and then you don't who knows what like it could be you know doing and so I'm just like okay I will for me let me cleanse as much you know as much as I can and that's really been like for me one of the big things lately was I went to medicine and with ayahuasca with grandmother and I always go in it's prayer for me you know because I've cleared so much to where I'm just like okay it's prayer it's prayer it's prayer and that's how it is for me now and um but there was like an ayahuasca grandmother she's very mothering she's you know but just like a mother who is gonna be loving she's also like gonna kick you in your ass you know she's also like gonna tell you what's up like she's gonna be like okay you know, and there was like this piece where she was like, what, like, what are you, why are you here? And I was just like, um, like, cause I'm here to hang out. (laughs) Like I'm here to pray. Like I'm here to be in this container. It's a hold space. And like, you know, all this. And she was like, well, why are you here though? And I was just like, (laughs) and it was really this like kick in the ass. It was like, you have everything you need. You are the medicine. I have like, you're clear and this, this, and this, like, you've been activated with this and that and it's just like okay like do it Um, now it's time to step into the role Mm -hmm. so go for it and do it you know and so it's just like oh yeah like so the everyday being you know that's why I love that you started the whole you know podcast off with those questions of like what's your daily practice you know it's like it's so important for us to be in that daily practice and to be like dedicated to that you know because if we're not then things definitely you can feel the difference you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah but for the beginning of the year I like to set like an intention for the year mm-hmm. my intention for this year was devotion which I I like as like a way to think of dedication but from like a different perspective where it's like oh I'm keeping up this 
schedule or this task within my life, not because I have to, but because I'm like honoring myself and of course, God. Yeah. <laughs> doing that. Well, is there anything else you want to share with us before we close out? Um, Tell just us, think. get plug your stuff too. Yeah. Tell us how to find you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just uh, thank you so much for, you know, letting me be here and join you in this conversation and to everyone that's listening. I can't wait to see how the podcast grows and the other, um, you know, guests that you'll have. So I'll be tuning in. So thank you. And yeah, to everyone that's listening, if you want to find me on the webs, um, on Instagram is always the best place. It's at Mwiza Marie, which is M W I Z A Marie. I'll tag, I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. So you guys can find it. Yeah, or um, at um, on my website, which is theroyalvibejourney.com. And I have all my information about breathwork room, future retreats, integration programs. So all the bulk of the information is going to be on the website there. So if you want to check that out, mm-hmm. we're always like putting up um, probably with the end of July of this year, we're going to be doing an in-person retreat. Um, oh, cool. So- yeah, so we'll be doing that. We're looking at somewhere in Southern California, possibly um, Arizona, like Sedona, like something like Joshua Tree vibes, like something like that. Um, so we'll be doing um, in-person retreat that'll probably be about four days of of sitting medicine, but then also the womb massages, the massage, the herbal baths, um, the yoni steams for our ladies. Um, really, really good food. I love to cook, so I'm all about like all the really yummy vegan food and so we'll be doing that probably end of july amazing that's awesome yeah. well thank you so much yeah, and i will post amanda's information in the show notes and you guys can check her out on instagram and all the things so thank you mm-hmm. and we will see you soon 